Master, we have worked all night long, but have caught nothing. Yet if you say so, I will let down the nets. Wow, there's so much truth and faith in Simon's words to Jesus that day. Simon, after all, is still getting to know this man, Jesus, the carpenter from Nazareth. Jesus is gaining followers. People are interested or they're curious into what he has to say. But still, he is from landlocked Nazareth. What can he possibly know about fishing that Simon, the guy who makes his living fishing, doesn't already know? Don't you just love it when someone else tells you how to do your job? I commend Simon for his polite response. Luke tells us Jesus finds the fishermen washing their nets, meaning it's closing time. They're cleaning up. They've been fishing all night. They're tired, sweaty, hot, and physically exhausted. For hours, they've been casting their net in and out of the water, only to have nothing to show for it. Not only are their bodies worn out, but they're also mentally done. They're over it. It's time to go home, see the family, get some much-needed rest. And now they've got to deal with this teacher guy, Jesus. But Simon doesn't show any of his frustration or his tiredness. Rather, he repeats the facts. And he does the unthinkable. He obeys Jesus and tries just one more time. Just one more time. That's all it took. Simon decided to listen and trust Jesus despite any internal doubts. After all, what did Simon have to lose? He was already going home tired and empty-handed. And maybe he thought, the quicker I follow this guy's instructions, the quicker I can go home. Just one more time, and I'm home. Working through that pain and exhaustion, he cast the net out one more time into the sea. And what do you know? He's rewarded with an abundance of fish. It was a miracle, right? How else can we describe it? He'd been fishing there for hours. And suddenly when Jesus asks for it, the fish flood his net. Simon thought there was nothing left. He was ready to go home empty-handed and hungry. He was ready to operate from a place of scarcity. There must not be enough fish in the sea for all of them. Jesus intercepted this and showed to Simon and to all those who witnessed this miracle the truth that a life with Christ is one of abundance. Simon will no longer be coming home empty-handed. He will be coming home with the light of Christ. He'll carry the light of Christ, not just physically, 
in his boat, but in his heart as he enters the world prepared to see God's abundance all around him. In Luke's gospel, Simon and the other disciples must witness this abundance before they're ready to sign on and become disciples. It changes their perspective and helps them to see that God always provides. The phrase, God always provides, has always been a little tough for me and can sometimes be a little bit problematic. Don't get me wrong, I've experienced God's abundance time and time again. I mean, come on, in just the last few years, despite the stop-and-go pattern of life that we've grown accustomed to, God has still provided. Fruitful life still happened and continues to happen. Just last week, right when I was feeling back in my post-sickness groove, boom, insert a big old nor'easter snowstorm, forcing me to change my plans. I miss the biggest day of my work week. I miss being here with y'all. I miss the annual meeting. But you know what? Despite all my extra anxiety, everything was okay. Many people stepped up and covered my role at church, took care of my dog, and adapted to the changes. I was incredibly grateful for God's abundance last week. And I know in the grand scheme of things, this minor inconvenience was just a very small, trivial thing. So how do I show God's abundance to the people who are suffering way more than my trivial flight cancellations? To the mother here in Pensacola, who despite having a college degree, working as a public school educator, still can't afford to rent or buy a home for her little family of three. Or the hundreds of first responders, our policemen and service workers who dedicate their lives for their neighbors, only to each month be threatened with homelessness because of our limited inventory and our rising house and rental prices. How will God fill their nets? How will God's abundance provide for them? Remember, Simon didn't cast or pull in his net alone. He had help with it all. The faith in Jesus gave him the courage and the strength to work past exhaustion and cast it out one more time. But it was those other fishermen, the disciples-to-be, Simon's community, they brought their boat over and helped him out. They, like Simon, were also tired from their night's work and ready to go back home or to their family. They were on their way out. But when Simon called for their help, they stopped what they were doing to help a colleague out. And they were rewarded over ten times for it. God's abundance was felt not only in the fish they would discover in their net, but in the way the community provided support and help for their own. 
You see, it wasn't just Simon who had to dig in deep one more time to wrestle up that strength to cast the net out. It took his faith and his community. St. Christopher's, we know this well. Like, a, like I mentioned, many of you did this for me just last week. And you've shared your abundance in other ways too. You've done it for the refugee families, for O.J. Sims, and our own neighbors through rides to church or the hospital or gro- grocery shopping for the homebound and the quarantined. Test St. Christopher's is really good at this. Even though it is so countercultural. If you can c- recall back, way back at the beginning of this pandemic, when you couldn't find toilet paper or Clorox and Lysol on the shelves, our society tells us there won't be enough. Look after your own family only. And God asks us something different. God invites us to see the world differently. To see it as Simon and the other disciples did on that boat that day. To see the abundance instead. This year, as we continue to adapt to our ever-changing reality, we need to continue to dig deep and help one another out so that we might all see and live in the abundance of God's goodness and God's love. Not just for our St. Christopher's family, but for the city, this county, and our larger world community. I've had the privilege of digging deep into the problem of affordable housing here in Pensacola through my work on a steering committee for Just Pensacola, which if you're unfamiliar, it's an interfaith organization that's aiming to usher in justice here in this community. And this time has been incredibly eye-opening to talk to our neighbors who are suffering and our city and our county leaders who are trying to find a solution. And in the many conversations, the reoccurring need to combat this problem is for the people, the citizens, to step up, to show up and say, this middle school teacher, this firefighter, this waitress, they all deserve to have a home too. And our work with O.J. Sims has shown us that we need to be active in volunteering and advocating for our schools, our students, our educators, showing up both in the classroom and on election day. And on Wednesday night, we began our creation care discussion. And it calls us to consider how we might live in abundance when our planet is deteriorating. When we do all of these things, we are acting from the same place of abundance that Christ showed Simon on the boat that day. The same abundance that God showed all of us in the incarnation of Christ. The abundance of God's love. Simon could have said no and walked away. The other fishermen could have said no and walked away. 
And even after they all lifted their net full of fish, they could have walked home with their riches. But instead, they abandoned it all to become disciples. We can't cling to what we have, afraid that if we share God's abundance with the world, there won't be enough for ourselves. No, to be Christian, to be a disciple is to say yes, to have faith, to keep tossing our net out just one more time, and to help others lift their net to discover the abundance of Christ. As Christophers, we know we carry Christ in our boat and out into the world. We are called to share our abundance of gifts, our resources, most importantly, our love with the world. Christ equips us to throw out our net even when we've reached our point of exhaustion. Christ ensures us to dream a little bigger, to know there is always more. More to do, more to give, more to love. To hear the phrase more, 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 one more time, and not desire to run away and throw in the towel, but instead to know that Christ's abundance is more than enough to help us and our community. Christ fills our net again and again so that we can share it with the world. This is our life as disciples. Would you like to go fishing with me today? Amen.